0: to a special episode of history of a haunting we have some very special guests with us uh before we introduce them i'm carrie hopper and i'm laura Ackerman, the one and only oh no my thing what happened i know i'm like is that our thing that's not there it is see i'm leaving it in i'm not even gonna edit that out (laughs) um and it happens a lot Very used to it. Um, Anyway, guys, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, please give a big round of applause to our special guests, the Dream Team, um, two-thirds of the Dream Team of Entity Voices Paranormal Evidence and the four that started Entity Voices Paranormal Investigations, ladies and gentlemen, Tony and Cherie Rathman and Chris Allgood and Audra Keeler. There they are.
1: Yay! That Yay.
0: A That's a good looking group. That's a good looking group. Yes.
1: Ron and Lourdes.
0: <laughs> we are. We are. I think they're on. I think they had another show that they're doing tonight. I think.
2: Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. So. So anyway, welcome guys. We are super glad to have you here. Now, everybody, we're going to be covering um, a location that has been suggested to us many, many times. My cousin Missy was almost as soon as the podcast started. My cousin Missy was like, you got to cover Bisbee. Oh, my God. Um, And one of our Patreons, Libby, she also suggested it. So uh, we're going to be covering Haunted bisbee arizona not just one not just two but three locations in this crazy little haunted town in southern arizona and it's actually not that far from tombstone right guys correct 22 miles correct. to be exact. Yep. okay okay i have never been there i have family that um was born there and i i've said it forever i'm a terrible arizona and i i miss out on a lot <laughs> a lot living there, so um
3: Bisbee's a cool little town. It's like real funky an and awesome It looks so here. like yeah. artsy. It's like kinda. what jerome used to be before it got all touristy, kind of. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: it maybe That's what it reminds acid. me of.
3: Is like it's real artsy and it has like a like a lot of live music, a lot of like. Art, artists live out there. There's Yeah, there's always, oh, cool. like, all kinds of little funky shops and stuff. It's it's a fun little town. Oh, that's yes, cool. It is. That's really cool. And
1: the weather is always gorgeous over there.
3: Yeah, it's still cooler at higher <sighs> elevation.
1: Is it higher elevation? It
3: is a lot cooler. Yeah. It's really close yep. to Fort Huachuca.
1: Oh.
0: oh, okay. All right.
3: Yeah. It's all right. Busy. Well,
4: great. Due <laughs> east of Fort Huachuca. Sierra Vista, and then Tombstone sits, so Sierra Oh, Vista sits okay. Here, Bisbee sits here, Tombstone sits here.
0: Oh, okay. Like gotcha. Alright. Well, we're going to have to go and visit Bisbee when I'm there one day. Laura. <laughs> Stay at the Copper Queen. One of the times, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. down for it. Cool. Alright, guys. Um, We are going to be covering today, we're going to talk to you all about the history and the hauntings of the Oliver house. I I called it the Oliver Twist House earlier, and Laura (laughs) corrected me real quick. Um, She's like, it's just Oliver House, Gary. Uh, It could be. It's a bit fucking sad, but... It is, right? It really is. Um, We're also going to be covering the Copper Queen Mine, and then we're also going to be covering the Bisbee City Park. So Laura and I are going to start and tell you all about the history and the hauntings of the Oliver Twist House house and then tony and Cherie are going to take it away and tell you all about the copper queen Mine. by the way guys these four individuals have investigated down in bisbee a bunch so they've got a lot of their own personal experiences that they're going to share with us as well so laura why don't you tell everybody the sources and there's a lot like everybody's sources are here (laughs) All right, so
3: phoenixghost.com, legendsofamerica.com, newyorktimes.com, arizonacentral.com, Legends of America paranormallegacy.com, New York Arizona SAH nine a girls or oh, four girls and a ghost.com and find dot com. that four is all the coms. A
0: ghost.com yeah.
1: <laughs> so, that com's
0: yeah over there
1: i know i
3: know
2: <laughs>
0: <coms>. <laughs> I, she's like here's the next one and here's the next one and then i had all mine and i'm like i'm never gonna fit all of these sources on here <laughs> <but> <laughs> we gotta get them out so we gotta say them so right <laughs> Yeah, right. I had myself had a bunch, so
3: I know. Oops, that's funny.
0: <laughs> All right, well, tell us the history of the Oliver House. The Oliver, not Twist House, um, is located
3: at 126 All Souls Avenue, a Concrete Hill. Really,
0: All TV. Souls know, Avenue? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's true. It's got to be haunted, then. Like, what else is the right. building going to do? Immediately, already haunted. Okay. <laughs>
3: So, it's atop a concrete hill in Old Bisbee. Um, The two-story red brick structure um, currently functions as a bed and breakfast. Uh, The Oliver House was conceived as a business office and boarding house for the Calumet and Arizona Mining Company's executives, and later even housed some of the miners. Uh, The wife of mining tycoon Henry Oliver, Edith Ann Oliver, oversaw the construction of the building in 1908. Mrs. Oliver had the building made from brick due to the frequency of fires that um, were ran through Bisbee several times in those days. okay. (laughs) Um, From its hilltop perch in the mountainside mining town, Oliver House is somewhat secluded, even though it's located in central Old Bisbee. The only way to approach the building is by treading a narrow footbridge, traveling through a gate and along a short pathway to the front porch so it's just kind of like a very odd building already to begin with right right yeah um the oliver house is the location of some reputed 26 deaths most of wow. which are said to be murders off the footbridge um yeah just, right off the footbridge. <laughs> just
0: throwing them right off that footbridge <laughs> <Just questioning>. okay
3: <laughs> okay <laughs> um many a footbridge accidents um unfortunately the actual number of deaths having occurred in this building uh cannot be completely verified due to the loss of the records due to neglect or the multiple fires Uh, so the most infamous are the unsolved case of nat anderson and there was once a mass shooting that took place in the building as well damn yeah I say so that like I'm surprised. Yeah,
0: okay. I, I was like, I say that like I'm surprised, but I already know because my hauntings tell me so. Yeah, in there. <laughs> all right, well, um, great job, Laura. I love you so much, and your history is always really great. And you always have to manage to add in an extra one or two creep factors <laughs> that already set it a place up for paranormal activity. <laughs> i'm here for you (laughs) thank you i appreciate it um so hauntings like laura said you guys um repeated 26 deaths uh actual number can't be verified because of the records and as she mentioned one of the most mysterious deaths was that of nathaniel nat anderson so the story goes and locals say that Nat Anderson, who was a minor, was staying in what's now known as room 13 of the Oliver House. He was also having an affair, and the woman he was having an affair with was the wife of somebody whom Nat owed a lot of money. So he went in and um, found the two of them together, or uh, uh, she ran out. This and there's variations. So I read. They found he found him in bed together she ran out and he shot nat once in the forehead and the guy stumbled back and then when he fell he shot him again in the back so have you guys heard other variations of that story
5: no it's pretty much the variation yeah. we know okay Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So I guess whoever this was Because everybody said Well I'm not sure if it was him It sounds like it could be him But whoever it was that shot him Tried to cover his tracks He caused a commotion While crossing this little footbridge Into the house to start Um, He stole a watch and some cash From another resident living there uh, With his aim seeming to make like A thief was trying to escape And apparently the ruse worked Even though there were multiple witnesses And it was well known that Nathaniel Anderson owed the guy money and was sleeping with his wife the murder actually remains unsolved to this day Hmm. yeah interesting interesting yeah Um, yeah right (laughs) a lot of these all of these small towns have similar stories like you know even the mexican border right there too you're not too far right yeah yeah Yeah. i think it's about 15 miles 20 miles it's not not far at all it's not No, so a woman named renee gardner she wrote a book called southern arizona's most haunted and in the book she tells a local ghost story about nat anderson's ghost she says quote we have a town radio station in bisbee called kprp there's a story of one of our local djs whose friend bet him one hundred dollars to spend the night in nat's room room 13 The DJ took the bet, thinking he was going to make a quick hundred bucks. He didn't believe in ghosts and was the ultimate skeptic. He checked in, unlocked the door to room 13, opened it, and saw a full-body apparition standing right in front of him. He got so scared that he immediately shut the door, checked out, and gave his friend the money, stating that he now believed in ghosts.
1: Wow. (laughs) Skeptic to
0: believe. Right, right. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. So guests who stay in room 13 often hear phantom footsteps in their room at night. Cold spots are very frequent and also the feeling of being watched. We've all had that feeling. We all know what that feels like. It's not great. (laughs) And apparently you can expect this in this room. So apparently jealousy is a common theme at the Oliver house. In 1932, a mass murder that Laura had mentioned occurred in the blue room of the house, when a policeman discovered that his wife was having an affair. So another situation like this. After hearing that his wife and her lover were getting freaky, he ran down to the Oliver house to see for himself. Upon finding the two lovers in the blue room, laying in bed together, the policeman shot and killed them both. He then went on to kill another 10 people in the house before running to a nearby river and turning the gun on himself. Is that basically, is that kind of the story that you guys have all heard as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So guess who stay in this room steal steal nope. I steal? I
6: steal. <laughs> I steal. Been I I been, I've been in the they south.
0: The I steal y'all. I've <laughs> acclimated to the south. Um, <laughs> there go all of our southern listeners. Uh <laughs> guess, <laughs> who stay in the blue room still feel the dark aura hanging over the room. They might hear phantom footsteps and disembodied voices. Some hear the sounds of gunfire, which I think that's terrifying, uh, and the echoes of somebody crying for help. Staff, off, staff also often finds the furniture in the blue room is mysteriously shuffled around, even when they know that room has been unoccupied. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So... I I don't know. The blue room?
2: <laughs> Do you guys,
0: are you aware of the grandma room?
2: Uh-uh.
4: Yeah? Uh, telling some grandma got caught cheating.
0: Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's another, it's another...
4: Singers get freaky, yo.
0: ...adultery story.
2: La, 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 la,
4: Right? I don't you know where the website four girls and a ghost
3: comes from. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's how I
0: know this Chris (laughs) (laughs) okay so the grandma room is named for the ghost of an elderly woman who often appears sitting in a rocking chair apparently she passed away she lived there for a time she passed away in this room when she appears they say that the broken cuckoo clock in the room chimes at 2am apparently um, the woman is said to be calm and a benevolent spirit and hardly causes trouble except for one time um there's only one account of the woman becoming aggressive um when the oliver house was bought out by new owners i believe it was in 1986 they removed the rocking chair and the cuckoo clock which upset this genteel elderly spirit Um, the author that I had mentioned earlier, Renee Gardner, tells of a story of a young three-year-old boy who had an experience with this ghost shortly after the changes had been made to the guest room. She writes, there was a family staying at the Oliver house with their three-year-old little boy. His parents tucked him into bed and then went downstairs to socialize with the other guests that were in the house. An hour later, the little boy came running down the stairs hysterically crying. His parents calmed him down and asked him what had happened. He responded, The little old lady bopped me on the head. Thinking that he just had a bad dream, his parents calmed him down, took him back to bed, and to their astonishment, the next day he woke up with a giant black and blue bruise on his forehead.
2: Oh, oh, oh. Wow
0: yeah don't mess with grandma right that, don't mess oh. with that grandma <laughs> so Tony and Shuri have you guys heard of this room Do you, are you aware of this
5: we are We. I think we spent two or three time, different times there two nights of time
1: yeah with a um, new owner of that
5: yeah office. I actually I don't even think it's still open today yeah. They, the original really? owners closed it and uh, it, uh I don't believe it's been reopened yet um or bought
0: it does Uh, look i have a photograph of it and it does look like it's not really it doesn't look like it's in business but it also doesn't look like it's dilapidated here this is what i got
5: yeah it's probably not dilapidated um because it was kept up but i think we looked last summer to go back and
3: uh it wasn't operational yeah oh really yeah i think yeah i'm not positive it's open right now either there was um, some lady running it, but I'm not sure. And they had like a breakfast yeah, that they like a breakfast that they served there and stuff. So huh. it was
5: a husband and wife that ran it. Was uh, it? They were okay. really nice. Yeah.
1: Um, I can't remember their. I names.
5: can't remember their names off the top of my head, but uh, really good people. And uh, I, the two of the rooms, and we stayed in Nat's room. Oh, okay. And he is not any less promiscuous on the spirit side than he was in real life because i believe you got pinched didn't
1: you oh
5: my god and the woman who was running it warned sheree right off the bat said you're staying in in that room that is uh known you know, us about the the activity, and then she looked right at Sheree and said, you're the one I'm most concerned about because he's...
1: Yeah, she doesn't want me to go downstairs by myself. Really? Yeah, and she's like, um, every time you go downstairs, just make sure you take your husband with you because it, it, it's actually a nice place. Yeah, it is was,
5: was a great place, and yeah. lots of activity. I remember footsteps up and down the hall all night long, the stairs... All night long, yeah. Uh, Cool place,
1: you can hear footsteps down the stairs. Oh, yeah, it's crazy,
0: super crazy. Hmm. Yeah, um, okay. Well, that is really creepy that he would actually pinch you on the rear. (laughs) Did yeah,
4: I don't the difference between back then and today, Uh. too, because today you'd get slapped.
5: If
0: you pinched a girl in the butt. slapped lawsuit, jail, all of
5: it. <laughs> Spirits are really hard to punch, though. So.
0: Right, Go and through. that's that's the other thing too. Like, there's nothing you can do in that situation in retaliation. Just like the parents of that little boy who said that this little old lady hit him in the head, and then he had a bruise the next day. How do you get? You can't. You can't. It's it's mm-hmm. really really. It isn't something that I've experienced yet. I know that I will, but I can't imagine, like, you can't punch them. You can't have them thrown out. You can't, you know. (laughs) Nope. So pretty
6: much well.
0: pretty much, yeah, pretty much, so the house other has other rooms that are haunted, most all of them are on the second floor, and most all of them have haunting tales. The stories associated with the other rooms in the house include creepy feelings of being watched again, doors opening and closing, footsteps, and the sound of running water. there have been a number of reports of Par- people on the second floor... A par- well, no, a parting's being held on the second floor when the second floor was empty, so they're getting complaints from the floors and the rooms around the second floor, and they're like, nobody's on that floor currently. <laughs> um, some stories also include hearing work being done on pipes that no longer exist. I thought that was really specific and interesting.
3: Yeah, that's wow. super
0: weird, yeah. Right? Did you
3: guys hear that when you were there?
5: We, we did hear... Was, remember that they stuck a bathroom into this like two foot by three foot closet i mean i literally couldn't even sit down
2: so they
5: redid all the plumbing and they changed everything but i do remember hearing you
1: remember the flush the flush it's Elevated,
5: yeah, I do remember that it was oh my, up, it was up, it yeah. was hanging from the ceiling,
3: exactly.
1: Oh, but the
5: so chains, oh. so but um, I do remember hearing what sounded like plumbing being mm-hmm. done or pipe work being done. Yeah. One of the nights we were sleeping, that yeah, is it's,
0: crazy, um, that's crazy, that's really wild, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I love their bathroom. <laughs> <laughs>
5: My my kneecaps literally were out the door. You
2: can't close the door. I couldn't close the door <laughs> my, my kneecaps were
5: out that's funny.
0: That is the best. Yeah, Tony, Tony's very tall. So um, the image is absolutely fabulous. Tony, thank you. I that's so hysterical. So, uh,
4: the worst part is, imagine <laughs> being a spirit that's trapped working on plumbing. <laughs>
0: <That's> right. <eternity. laughs> right? Good Lord that's awful um so on the second floor doors often open and close with no warning um some people have seen lights turning off and on of their own volition in their rooms and guests often complain about hearing parties in the middle of the night like i mentioned earlier when they go to check it out they find nothing um this handyman they hear him doing work on leaky pipes and other things and when they go to investigate the sound they don't find anybody um there's also the plum room And guests in this room often feel um, unusual cold spots, they say, which border on freezing cold temperatures. They also feel a strange presence in the room as if somebody else is there with them and following them around the room. Um, The shutters, doors, and windows in the plum room open and close on their own. So... In 1986, the property was sold to Dennis Schrands, and he turned it into the bed and breakfast. When he was sold, the place was haunted. Um, Schrands then was a skeptic, and he laughed the comments off. Um, he hasn't been a skeptic since his first night in the Oliver house. Apparently, there's a certain room in the house that he slept in the first night, and he spent the night there alone. He claims to have heard footsteps walking down the hallway straight into his room and up to his bed, even though the door was locked. So, wow. yeah, Um it sounds like since 86, he sold it to another woman who has now, I guess, sold it if it's not in operation currently. So it's changed hands a couple of times. It sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I, I, would you. yeah. yeah I would imagine. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I do have no before you go information for the Oliver House, um, but since it's not currently in operation, if you want to just drive by and take a look at it, it's at um, All Souls Avenue, Laura. You knew I was going <laughs> to. Yes, c- All Souls call that. Avenue. <laughs> Nineteen All Souls. Twenty-six All Souls Avenue. Twenty-six All Souls. A- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's in central bisbee you can't honestly you can't miss it you can't miss it it's It's got a big sign on it that says i think let's see yeah and it's up on the hill there so is it big red brick
0: yeah building so yeah it's pretty pretty
3: easy to find
0: also you know you can find the footbridge and there you have it right and then you know you're there um all right so that's what we have for the oliver house tony and Cherie, are you guys ready to tell us about the copper queen hotel sure all right. We <laughs> blindsided Cherie a little bit by not telling her we were on YouTube.
1: Can you hear oh. me?
0: Yes, you sound perfect.
2: All
1: right. In 1898, the Copper Queen Consolidated Mining Company decided to build their own hotel in the heart of Bisbee, giving dignitaries and investors a place to stay while conducting business. Construction was completed in 1902 the same year that the city of Bisbee was incorporated. It wasn't an easy hotel to build. Part of the mountainside had to be blasted away, and water had to be pumped uphill from Main Street. When it opened, the Copper Queen Hotel was considered the most modern establishment of its kind in the West.
2: Hmm.
1: Built when Bisbee was thought to be the largest city between St. Louis and San Francisco. The town's premier hotel is not only a testament to the wealth of mining industry in the area, but reflects the predominance of rail travel at the turn of the 20th century. Phelps Dodge Corporation built the El Paso and Southern Southwestern, I'm sorry, railroad to haul ore. But the railroad also opened up Southern Arizona, towns to an influx of invi- influx of visitors from larger urban centers to the east and west. You're doing so great, Eddie. <laughs> because uh, uh, Tony is scrolling the thing
2: <laughs>
1: anyway. Uh, to continue, the, ho- the hotel housed 72 rooms originally with a shared bath of each floor the hotel was heated through a tunnel connected to the Feldstudge building and the palm room was used as the cold air well during the hot summer months the hotel was also built with two foot thick walls to help keep it cool the building is five story tall five stories tall with the fifth floor old only housing the mechanics for the elevator. Today the hotel offers 48 Victorian style rooms, all with their own private bath in the original hotel and five rooms in the courtyard building adjacent to the hotel. Yes. Over time the hotel became became even more luxurious as it became as it became less of a stopover and more of destination. The parking lot was demolished and replaced by a swimming pool. Big names like Marla Brandon, John Wayne, Julia Roberts, Michelle Pfeiffer, First Lady Nancy Regan, and Harry Houdini have all found comfort in the Copper Queen Hotel. The hotel's rooms are named for its famous guests. In fact, the saloon is where actors John Wayne and Lee Marvin once had disagreement, ending with the Duke throwing Marvin through a window. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> All right. John Wayne was a regular guest at the Copper King. Cam- I'm sorry. Copper Queen. Copper King. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> New shout up
0: drink pour one out for copper canyon
2: (laughs) you're
5: still advertising it for us thanks honey
1: i am so sorry copper queen his favorite room is up the main staircase on the second floor john wayne room is the most requested by guests i wonder why also very popular is the teddy roosevelt room before he became the 26th president Roosevelt was in V visiting fellow rough writer Bucky O'Neill.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. That's cool.
1: Okay. Is that Borg 9? Borg 9, among others?
2: Yeah.
1: The movie brought the town to the attention of the wider world in Hollywood. The hotel remains the only full service hotel in DC and is the longest continuously operating hotel in the state of Arizona. That's the hotel cool. has never closed. In fact, the swing double doors that led into the lobby do not lock, welcoming guests at all hours. Wow. That's yes.
0: really cool. That is really cool.
1: I love Cover Queen. Um, yeah. Hotel.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's a
5: great place, no no doubt about it.
1: Yeah.
5: All right.
0: Okay, so well, Tony, real quick, before you get yes. into the hauntings, everybody, I wrote Tony's script, and in it, I list famous people and say they don't have a room. John Wayne is one of them, so Tony, just skip right over that. <laughs>
2: We'll skip
0: right over there. Sheree yeah. talked all about John Wayne and I was like fuck in my part it says he doesn't have a room
3: <laughs> <laughs> they only have rooms for people like it's like their special rooms so there's only like a handful of them John Wayne, Harry Houdini, Teddy Roosevelt and some other okay. people that will come up later here they have yeah it's just a handful of them actually have their own
0: named okay. room Harry Houdini was a surprise I'm, I'm surprised I know. that Harry Houdini
3: got a fucking round.
0: Dude, he did. He's like, go Harry Houdini has been Been there first. The places we cover,
3: it's like, oh, there's a Harry Houdini rumor. He was there. He performed there. He he went there. He got drunk there. Like, whatever, something happened. He's
0: always around. Okay, Tony, sorry. Go on. Sorry.
5: All right. Well, here's a little bit of the hauntings of the Copper Queen. The Copper Queen Hotel is a rustic old place that is considered to be Arizona's longest continuously operated hotel, and it doesn't hide its haunted past. It advertises its haunting, hoping to attract thrill seekers and ghost hunters. They even have a ghost journal where guests can record their paranormal experiences, experiences so compelling that were compiled into a book in 2010 titled The Ghosts of the Copper Queen Hotel. While some claim to have a relatively uneventful stay, most guests have some sort of encounter with the supernatural. The owners claim, and a number of guests have also affirmed over the years, experience of mysterious voices, odd sounds and smells, and even levitating objects. Indeed, a front desk agent has empathetically told guests, how he heard a female voice one night while riding in the elevator between the third and fourth floors, even though he was the only person in it, and he swore that once he saw a room key floating in the air. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Camera malfunctions are common. Battery drains and disappearing items are the tip of the iceberg here at the Copper Queen Hotel. One little girl wrote in the hotel's journal, that she lost her stuff to him. Sorry, I'm going to yawn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Only to have it
5: mysteriously re- reappear when she left it later. Where she left it later. Another little boy told of hearing someone breathing over his shoulder while he read this journal. Though no one was around him at the time.
0: Creepy. <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> Creepy. Author Renee Gardner writes in her book, Southern Arizona's Most Haunted, that the Copper Cream Hotel is haunted by over 16 spirits. Mm -hmm. And apparently, they love mischief. One woman who stayed there with her husband and child said while they left the room, she went to take a shower. While she was in the shower, she heard the bathroom door shaking. After her husband and daughter returned, she swore it wasn't them trying to scare her. Billy Billy was the son of a hotel worker who would always play in the halls and dining room with the other children when Billy was about 8 years old he went for a swim in the San Pedro River the strong current took Billy downstream the force of the current proved too much for young Billy and he drowned as he struggled to get back to shore his death was one of the biggest tragedies at the Copper (laughs) at the Copper Queen Hotel (laughs) as he was loved by the hotel staff, Billy's spirit never left. He is often seen playing in the hotel lobby, just as he would as as if he was alive. Only children can see Billy's spirit, but adults can still hear Billy's laughter every so often, as well as the pitter-patter of his invisible feet. Children have been seen talking to and playing with an invisible child, and often attempt to introduce the ghost to confuse parents convinced (laughs) that the child has an imaginary friend. Uh Uh-huh. a mischievous ghost, and he often plays tricks on unsuspecting guests. He often steals and hides their personal belongings. Stuffed animals, wallets, and clothing (laughs) have all gone missing, only to be found in another part of the hotel. (laughs) He also tends to move furniture around, the hotel rooms when nobody is there, leaving guests confused. One guest claims to have had her own key stolen, then saw it mysteriously floating in front of her face while she rode the elevator. Oh my god, that's crazy!
0: <laughs> is that crazy? <laughs> like <laughs> I have, yeah, no. Levitating objects is definitely something that you don't hear of often.
5: <laughs> Some guests claim to have been trapped, tapped on the shoulder by an invisible hand. Which also can be chalked up to Billy's mischievous ways. Many have heard that a childish laughter. Oh,
2: I'm so sorry.
5: <laughs> after being the victim of Billy's tricks. He does have a soft side though, as many claim to hear a boy crying near the sound of running so, hear a boy crying near the sound of running water, as if being reminded of his tragic death in the San Pedro River. Hmm. Julia Lowell. Many famous people have stayed at the Copper Queen Hotel, including Julia Roberts, John Wayne, and First Lady Nancy Reagan, but none of them have rooms named after them. I think that was the part I was supposed to skip. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine, except
0: John Wayne. Carrie doesn't know what she's doing, as always, guys.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Can I go through the people? Yeah, you're good. All right. Julia Lowell does. The most often seen ghost in the Copper Queen is that of Julia Lowell. She is described as an attractive woman in her 30s and often tries to seduce men by whispering in their ear or stroking their feet. Julia was a sex worker back when prostitution was legal in Arizona. She used a room on the third floor to conduct her business. She was especially fond of one of her clients whom she eventually fell in love with. She professed her love to him, but he didn't reciprocate. Overcome with grief, Julia committed suicide in her hotel room. We stayed in her room. I, know. She didn't rub my did,
0: I was going to say, did she caress your feet?
5: <laughs> she didn't rub my feet at all. That's crap. Julia's, I can't spirit, that.
2: <laughs> Julia's
5: spirit stayed in the Copper Queen Hotel. She's often seen around the second and third floors, You west side of the building. She's known for flirting with male guests, often whispering in their ears or playing with their feet. Guests have also seen her dancing at the base of the staircase.
1: She didn't flirt with you.
5: Nope, she ignored <laughs> me. Sometimes she was <laughs> a bright white smoke. Men who sleep in room three fifteen are awakened in the middle of the night and treated to an eyeful at the foot. Of their bed julia dances the seductive striptease smiling as she fades away in, into the air <laughs> okay wow. where did it go okay julia has been seen on the grand staircase staircase described as looking like a filled out real looking person with not much on clothing wise clutching a bottle of booze the room where she would take her clients is now called the Julia Lowell Room. Hmm, I wonder how they came up with that.
2: <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> That's so curious.
5: Yeah. What a coincidence. The bearded man. One ghost in particular remains rather low key, but his presence is still felt by quite a few guests.
0: <laughs> okay, good. Yes. <laughs> No. It's an actual thing when people talk a lot. No, I just the, I, every time I breathe in to read, I I yawn. Yeah, it's an actual <laughs> thing when people have to talk a lot. Damn
2: it! No, I'm <laughs> just
5: the spirit of an unnamed bearded man in black cape and top hat is often seen hanging around the fourth floor. Guests say that he's always smoking a cigar, and his presence is accompanied by the smell of cigarette smoke. His intimidating appearance tends to startle the guests, but he means no harm. He usually appears in shadowy areas around the fourth floor, scaring guests when they catch a glimpse, especially when he suddenly appears inside one of the guest rooms.
6: Uh, yeah. Uh,
5: I would probably <laughs> get a little yeah. bit. A little bit. <laughs> right? Employees hear their name being called as they go about their jobs and throughout the hotel as well. The heavy steps of the man's heavy boots are heard walking up and down the hallway. Although the Copper Queen Hotel has three known ghosts, paranormal experts and investigators say there, are, there may be up to 16 different entities in the building. Many of the supernatural experiences may be falsely attributed to Julia and Billy, when in fact, other ghosts are to blame. Guests claim that many of their encounters did not fit the description of the three known ghosts. Door shaking and slamming shut, phantom phone calls, and pictures thrown off the walls are not occurrences that can be attributed to any ghost in particular. Huh. The Copper Queen is located at 11 Howell Avenue, Bisbee, Arizona. Bisbee is roughly 95 to 100 miles southeast of Tucson on Arizona Arizona Route 80, just 20 miles away from Tucson. For booking... Info visit <laughs> copperqueen.com or call 520 432 2216. Thanks, you by <goodbye>, Bisbee.
0: Yes, <laughs> good job. yay! Bye. Great job, guys! Great job, guys.
4: I have a couple of facts about the building. Oh, good, good, good. So, what's really cool is somewhere around, what was it, 1910, 1912, when they were doing work in the mine, they had a major explosion that shook the town.
6: I had a picture of that at
4: one point. Yeah, we had a picture of it. Yeah. You were there. If you, as you walked
2: into the Capitol <laughs> Hotel,
0: I was like, wow. I look really good. You guys look amazing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we got an iPhone there to take a picture <laughs> is really amazing. <laughs> But the, the explosion was so big in the mine, it actually shook the town. And the original penny tiles, as you enter the Copper Queen Hotel, mm-hmm. are on the floor as you walk through those swinging doors. Okay. And there was a crack in the floor caused that. by that mine shake mm-hmm. from the explosion, and it is still there to this day, that yeah. crack in the penny tiles. Oh, wow. So, you know, That's you interesting. Know why
5: that, you know why that mine explosion cracked? A couple of floors in the town of bisbee is because there are so many tunnels Tunnels. that run underneath the entire town of bisbee that the aftershock from it just traveled through the tunnels and shook every building above it
0: oh my i think i read an article that said it was some insane amount of miles worth of tunnels from the mine are under the town like a thousand or something super crazy yeah. yeah yeah that open pit
3: mine is huge at the one it end of the town yeah. It's, yeah it is yeah. massive yeah it's enormous
4: the so the other fact i have about it is they say that the fifth floor only contains mechanical room
6: yeah for, for the elevator yeah. yeah they're lying there, there's a seance room
2: up
4: there there's a seance room up there so yep. we uh-huh. stayed there one time with our boys it was the second or third time third, third time right. we stayed there
2: yeah
4: and i just stayed in the room and the boys and i went around we were doing an investigation we found this if you, as you go up onto the fourth floor landing when you take the, the stairs, closet door the yeah. closet door over in the corner with stairs, yeah. with stairs. there's down stairs down. that go up to that fifth floor yeah, and we we went up to that fifth floor, and as I turned the corner, they had this big Halloween like uh, statue <laughs> thing that scared the crap scared out,
5: out of me when I saw that.
2: Yeah,
4: <laughs> but you go up there in the little turret room that you see the windows in the picture on the fifth floor. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's take a look That's again. Seance room, and they had a table set up. Yeah, where yeah, it says Carter Queen Hotel. Oh. Okay, they actually had a table and chairs up there with the Ouija board
0: on the no. table. No. Which- no. Is up there. Yep. Well, Laura, you're gonna have to go both out without me. <laughs> no problem. We
1: actually locked that door. Nobody's allowed to go there. But unfortunate, not unfortunately, we just, we
5: just went. It wasn't locked, so yeah. we went up. Yeah.
1: Same. We found
5: yeah. it unlocked too. Yep. Yeah. You know, speaking about Billy, Sheree and I spent the night, uh, and we weren't actually that night. We weren't actually in Billy's room.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: We were in a different room. We were running an sb7 and we got him to talk to us for about three minutes really didn't say a lot but you can hear that the little boy that's replying we asked him if he wanted candy um he sounds somewhere between six and eight and uh it's we actually
1: offered candy and chocolate
5: We we actually have that recording. It's mm-hmm.
0: it's really That's cool. Awesome. That's very cool. That's very cool. I also had an experience with Billy too. First really? First we stayed, yeah, yeah, the first time yeah. we stayed it's a there.
4: Beautiful hotel. Audra actually got food poisoning and she was sick. <laughs> so about one o'clock in the morning, I'm like, We came down here to do an investigation. I sorry that you're sick. She goes, No, 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 go. go do it. Go do it. So I did an investigation by myself. Okay. And he ran into another couple that way, Yeah, right? I ran into another couple from <laughs> Phoenix and we went around for a little bit and then they left and I continued on by myself. And we've had had a couple experiences that night, but the, the Billy one, I went back in to check on Audra and she wanted a hot cup of tea. And if on the second floor as you press the stairs coming up from the, the check in desk, there's there's an open like lounge area. Yeah. Where they have couches, mm-hmm. they had coffee, they had tea. Yeah. And, I walked out, our room room was right around the corner from the lounger. I went out to get Audra some tea, and I felt like something was following me. And just kidding, I turned around, I went, Billy, knock it off. And I heard him giggle. And then (laughs) right after I heard the giggle, he ran right past me and down the other hallway. Really? Did you feel like the breeze? Or did you just hear the footsteps? No, I I felt the breeze, and I heard the footsteps. He ran right past me, right across that social area and down the other hallway.
0: Wow, that's cool.
4: I didn't have anything on me at the time because I wasn't I doing an investigation. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, she feels like crap, and I run back in the room going, "You're
0: not gonna believe what just happened." <laughs> She's like, "Neither are you. Go look in the bathroom."
1: <laughs> okay, can you play? Can you play uh, uh, evidence, Gary? Because we have one.
5: You want to hear, Billy?
1: yeah um 100 let's i can
5: share a screen and the audio will come through
0: okay you guys yeah let's do it do it it's
5: about three minutes long here here it is okay okay give me one second (laughs)
1: uh
5: okay why is it not coming up let's
0: see No. There, there we go. Wait, hang on. What?
2: We Why can't I? Carrie. <laughs> Hello,
4: Carrie, 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 Carrie.
0: Carrie her. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. It's not an assigned placeholder.
1: It's nowhere. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. I moved Tony and Cherie to the green room.
4: Well none of us are in there. It's just you.
0: It's just me.
4: Okay. (laughs) Thank God you edit.
0: (laughs) You know what's funny is I'm gonna leave it, Ollie. (laughs) (laughs) How do I stop this? How do I
6: stop this madness?
0: Seriously? Guess two. Where'd they go? They're in the green room. I think that's what I did. Here we go. There they are.
4: Woo! Welcome back.
3: Sort of. All right. Did you get it?
0: I, I hear.
5: Can, Tony, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, We can yeah, hear you all jacked I got it all jacked up yeah I thought it would just yeah. play and then it I didn't
5: I can't shut it down my controls are gone to shut it down
0: oh no oh no it's just hi. Hi. hi hi. Tony is now Carrie yeah. Hopper Cherie is Laura Ackerman. what is happening all right let me put my thing back hold on oh now I'm freezing up that's
1: our fault
0: okay now this is silly
4: this is what's called a pbdc problem and <laughs> the problem is between desk and chair
0: it is for sure sorry carrie no it's okay <laughs> hold on i gotta be add left okay now I, okay all right hold on maybe i can figure this out wait
5: here is uh yeah i know i'm just looking at what
0: it's not (laughs) (laughs) all right let's try this is laura still
4: with us
3: i think so yeah i'm just just chilling (laughs) i'm used to this Okay, well, wait. There us. she is.
5: Now the rest of
4: us Maybe are the
1: split screen. Is there a split screen? Yeah,
5: is there a is there a cool. screen to split? There you yes. go. Yay, we're
2: back. It, we're not gonna it, do that again. Yeah,
5: I won't try that again. <laughs>
4: it. Um, Maybe we could still hear it if you just play it there, without trying to
0: share. Yeah, that. we could still hear it. I think I won't mm-hmm. click on nothing. I swear. <laughs> uh.
5: Well, I can't without the audio coming over. Yeah, I still I would still have to share the audio or you'd never hear it.
0: Uh, oh okay. well, we can do that, but it may we I clicked something that I shouldn't have. Okay. So I won't click anything right. if you want to try it again.
1: Handle all right, let
5: me try arm. it one more time.
1: Cross it's, finger.
5: All right, here
2: we
1: go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Right, and and here it
1: comes hand check <laughs> hi how are you is that billy do you want some candies
5: i'll put it over here on the dresser for you okay do
2: you like that billy
5: you can take that candy it's all yours okay billy what's your favorite color
1: Thank you for sure.
5: You. Mm-hmm. Well, good, Billy. It is very nice to meet you. All right, that that gives you an indication. He didn't say much,
2: but no. he, he
5: has to. He and then. At the end is really this cool part, but he says, I gotta lie down. I'm not. i not feeling well. Bill sick. Billy And then this male voice came in and said, Leave him alone. He's sick. Whoa. Whoa. It, was, it was crazy. But yeah. I didn't hear Billy say, I'm not feeling well till we heard the recording. Yeah. We heard oh. the guy say, Leave him alone. He's sick. And I'm thinking, "What? What is that? Yeah. And then I heard Billy say, I gotta lie down and not feeling yeah. well.
1: Every oh my gosh! This um, at video or this evidence, it makes me sad, yeah. Yeah. especially thinking about Billy because he got drowned in the river and then his mother was looking for him and.
5: But he—that's why he went back to the hotel. Yeah, yeah. That's where
0: we uh,
1: were. right. But, yeah,
5: um, it was so strange because we—we we did not.
0: Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs>
5: That was an SB7, and there was no rate. There was no stations coming through. I bet, I yeah. I you could literally leave the thing on for an hour and hear
0: nothing. Nothing.
5: Yeah. And I was getting mm-hmm. really discouraged with it down there. And all of a sudden, Billy's voice came in started responding to the
1: things like, we were yeah. asking.
0: I was like, oh, my
1: gosh. You, you can hear the voice oh, of yeah. a child, like, probably five years
0: old. Yeah. It does sound, yeah, like a male yeah, child. That's the
3: coolest thing, too, is that, yeah, it really sounds like a little kid.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, Chris Audra, what have you guys experienced there? Laura and I have never been there, so oh, you guys I was are
6: sick, so she was sick.
0: <laughs> food, poisoning. I've yeah, food poisoning. I
4: have experienced food poisoning there. Show. Okay. The weirdest experiences we had were um well I had. Yeah. The shadow figure on the fourth floor. I caught out the corner of my eye a couple times. I never got the full shadow figure. Oh the man in the top hat, but I could definitely tell he was really? there. Really, that's and cool. There was plenty of times where I could see something dark that looked like it was wearing a jacket, moving in the darker corners of the fourth floor. And then uh, the other experience that I had, the couple that I was walking around with on the second floor, that right by the social area, so it's everything's a square. Okay. Look at the picture; it's just one big square. Sure. And we were down the room, so if you're standing in the social area looking north in the building we were down the hallway to the left and we were so myself and that couple were down the hallway to the right and the last door before you come around the corner oh, yeah. was cracked and the room was black and they're like oh somebody somebody left their door open Oh God. you hear a woman reply hello and the, the girl that was you know with the guy that we we're walking around she's like Um, excuse me ma'am you know your door's open no response so I'm like something doesn't feel right. I'm like, "Man, are you okay?" "Go away." Like, you know, do you want us to close your door? Do you want us to leave it open? She she never responded again. So we actually went down to the front desk and let them know that that room, the door was unlocked, and the guy behind the counter said the keys right there, nobody's checked into that room. <laughs>
1: oh. Wow. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, go yeah. away.
4: And fortunately, I had pictures and I actually I never got to review the audio from that clip because it ended up getting corrupted and I couldn't review it. But, but that was a that was a really hardcore experience because the whole time we were in front of the door, I I, I kept looking at them going, something doesn't feel right. This yeah. doesn't feel right. Something. And they're like, should we just go in? And I'm like, well, no, because yeah, you walk into my room, you'll get you know you'll get shot. Right. I'm not gonna get shot. I don't want to become one of the ghosts here at the opera. Right.
0: I got to take this tea back to my wife. She's sick.
4: <laughs> well, that, was the tea. that was before the tea. Gotcha. So,
0: like,
2: actually,
4: when after we got done talking to the front desk, she got creeped out and they went back to their room and I continued on. I just skipped that hallway. <laughs> yeah.
0: I wonder if they <laughs> sent anybody up to like check the door, shut the door. He said he was, he he was going to send the maintenance guy up to check everything out. Ah, oh, poor gonna, maintenance. Into that room. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's always maintenance or housekeeping. <laughs>
4: yeah. Working on plumbing 200 years later.
0: 200 years later. Oh, no.
6: Chris yeah. is like, well, maybe, he goes, it's been really active. Sorry you missed it all. He goes, but maybe, you know, we'll get some activity in the room tonight. And I'm thinking, okay. And then, like, a week later, he goes, I'm really bummed we never got anything. I'm like, it's because I told him to stay away. <laughs> <laughs>
2: she wasn't feeling like a, you know... <laughs>
6: <laughs> I'd like whoever's around here just stay out of my room.
0: Right? When I'm you know, sick, you know, yeah, I don't want. We did, we did have one other really
4: cool piece of evidence that we got in a picture. I was taking pictures down in the in the hotel, and anybody that's ever been there, if you haven't been there, everything looks exactly like it did. Yeah. They, the wood's the same. I mean,
6: obviously the painting tile. The painting tile. <laughs> I mean, they,
4: they replaced stuff here and there, like the second floor has some crappy carpet that they flipped over.
0: Sure, on. that they had
4: to, yeah. Yeah, and you can tell they didn't do it well. They just kind of threw it down. But in the in the main desk area, if you stand over by the bar door and you look towards where the restaurant is, there's the old leather chair sitting there that probably has been sitting. I asked the guy at the front desk, he goes, "Oh no, and nothing's changed. We moved stuff around a little bit." He goes, "But there's always been a chair sitting there." And I snapped a photo of the chair, and I caught a set of legs, a, a gray a. Um, see-through set of legs
0: sitting in the chair.
4: Mm-hmm. I didn't get the Ooh, other piece.
0: Just and the I legs? Used... Laura and I have such a thing about that. Like, why is it just the legs? Right? <laughs> like,
3: they got halfway through and they're like, you know what? This is good enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But it, it
4: was a great right. picture. I had it on a flash drive, yeah. and when when we moved to North Carolina, that flash drive got ruined, and I lost a ton but, of evidence. Oh, oh, God. That sucks. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, send it, it to me. Let me see.
4: One, it was one terabyte and Ooh. I had, half, oh, I had, a, I had, half, had half
0: full of evidence and locked it off. Oh, that's, that's terrible. terrible. That is awful. Yeah. I'm going to actually need to get one of those because between the episodes for that, we have to, that I edit for YouTube and then that I edit for all of the podcast stations... I, I, I'm having to shove so much stuff up into the cloud and that my cloud is starting to be like, we're getting dangerously full. <laughs> so I'm going to need to have, get one of those. We got a lot of stuff with all the evidence and stuff like that, the you know, places we go. So anyway, any other crazy experiences at the copper queen you want to share or should we let Chris and Audra tell us all about Bisbee city park. It for us for copper
2: queen. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anything else for you? Just butt tweaks, and that's about it, huh? Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was <laughs> at the,
0: that was at the, was Oliver,
2: the house, Oliver house
3: though yeah
5: oh,
4: God, <laughs> the
3: Oliver Tweak house no one we'll called it. yeah, we're gonna call it the Oliver Tweak
0: house.
4: <laughs> it was a twist. It was a
0: it twist. was a twist, <laughs> yes,' the sure, kind you thought, <laughs> yeah. Something's <laughs> things go on, History of a Haunting Alright guys, Chris and Audra Go ahead and take it away with Busy Bee, Busy Bee? Nope Busy Bee. Okay. This, is, this is for the Busy <laughs> City Park <laughs> Take it away Because I didn't find anything So they are completely Sorry guys, Tony and chị, had to read scripts oh, That were like five pages free. They're freestyling
4: And I'll add a little bit to the history That you can't find On the internet oh, Yes
6: so basically the old city park, it's, um, it's a sprawling, I love that word, a 9,000 square foot park <laughs> located at 62 Brewery Avenue in the mountainous city of Bisbee, Arizona. Um, the park boasts an amphitheater, bleaches, a ramada, slides, basketball, hoop, concrete court, and activity center. In the daylight, the park looks colorful and inviting, and there are often music or theatrical events hosted here, which I think we saw something go There was like yeah. a big party there one time, which is yeah. pretty awesome. Um, in the evening, City Park is fairly well lit, and being close to Old Bisbee, it is not a bad location to spend some time hanging out, unless one is familiar with the history of the City Park, and no, City Park used to be the Bisbee Cemetery. When it was first established as the busy Cemetery, <laughs> it was on the outskirts of town. Gradually, as the mining boom town grew, the cemetery was no longer on the edge of town. We even got some
2: excited, booming yeah, stuff over
6: yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> Originally located in what was known as Brewery Gulch, the original Bisbee Cemetery was replaced by Evergreen Cemetery in 1892, when citizens suggested that having an active cemetery uphill from the community water source (laughs) might bring some health issues. So transfer of the old Bisbee uh, interments to Evergreen began in 1914. Wow. That was a long time ago, yeah. 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 Graves that were marked were carefully exhumed in their complete contents, <laughs> relocated to Evergreen Cemetery, as was the case with many mining boom towns. Burial records weren't consistently recorded, so there are an estimated dozen or so graves that may still be located beneath
4: that city park. Gross. Now, now the off the record, so
2: <laughs>
4: we, we wanted to go down, you know, we'd heard this history about it, and so we had a friend of ours that his uncle grew up in Bisbee. Oh,
2: man. Okay. Rich.
4: Yeah, rich. And uh, so I also talked to some locals, and I actually got some not publicized history on the in, on the cemetery.
0: You got the hot so that, goss on the cemetery.
2: got <laughs> the hot
4: goss from some of the locals. And we actually talked to an older man that had been there his whole life and his grandparents. He was like third generation Bisbee. Wow. And he was in his 80s. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. And, uh, so what the city didn't publicize and what they didn't tell is that because of the old pinewood boxes that they would use, and back then, depending on who you were, and if you couldn't afford a pinewood box, they would wrap you in a gunny sack.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I know so where you're going.
4: going. Yeah, they were actually getting <laughs> rotting corpses that were oozing into the dirt. And it was, at, they actually discovered, Cheers. yeah. <laughs> So you, dinner time
3: this, yay if you
4: visit the town of bisbee main street sits like this brewery gold street sits like this the copper queen sits here like uh, one street up from main okay the cemetery is actually only two or three buildings behind the copper queen so when they say outskirts of town it was only when the town's main street was there and the only thing north of main street was the copper queen hotel Ew. right and then the row of houses there. So it was just on the outskirts of town, but you could walk to it in a minute and a half. Sure, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: For a tiny little town. Right. Right.
4: And so Main Street sits at a level like... Try to get in front of the camera here. Main (laughs) Street sits at a level like this. The Copper Queen (laughs) sits at a level like this. The actual cemetery sits a little bit higher than the Copper Queen. So the water source is actually a natural water source that's an underground river, and it it pops out every now and then in Bisbee, if you get up, if you go up the hill a little bit, you can see where the water comes through. That's their actual water source. It's an, actually an underground river. Oh, okay. And the problem is, is one of the main feeds underground, the cemetery was actually right above it. So imagine that oozing. That's when their concerns started becoming. And, of course, we're talking... Valid. Home, people been, <laughs> right. you know, there was good 150 bodies in that cemetery at the time, they
0: said. Ooh. So Mm-mm. and technically yeah, when they they the taste of the oh,
5: water changed that's when they got Yeah they <laughs> right? that's,
0: that's legit
4: good. though. Right? Right? me a cup of water and I got a finger. What the hell is this?
3: <laughs> Tastes like chicken. Oh,
2: <laughs>
4: so where where they say that they exhumed the the complete contents of the ones that were marked mm-hmm. There were a lot of unmarked cemetery uh, unmarked graves yeah from miners that had come in irish miners that had come in to work the, uh, to work the mines undocumented back then they were mexico right yeah so you had you had a lot of mexican people that had come up to work the mines that they had no clue who these people were but when they died they had to put them somewhere so they put them in that cemetery yeah so there was actually more bodies than they actually had a physical count of and what they documented so probably way
0: more than mm-hmm. 150 or whatever
4: oh yeah mm-hmm. So when they say that you know the graves that were marked that were carefully exhumed what about all the unmarked
0: graves right that they didn't know about
4: right so so they said so multiple people told us and it wasn't just one person said this and another everybody's stories lined up okay some of the graves they didn't find all the parts so they would take what they could find <laughs> create another unmarked grave And at the time, some of the hill had started shifting down. So, at the time, some of the bodies were starting to expose themselves. They were surfacing. So, long story short, there's probably more than just a handful that they didn't get out. And some of them are only in half pieces. Oh my God. Yeah. Poor people. And if you look, if you can bring up that picture again, I want to point something out. Yeah. So if you look at the ramada over over to the top of the picture, mm-hmm. and then you've got the bleachers to the to the right side of the picture, and then you've got all that mm-hmm. concrete in between, and towards that amphitheater there. Right. So there's also a big wall built down at the bottom street level, and you got to walk upstairs to get up to the park. Okay. The reason there's so much concrete is because parts kept surfacing. <gasps>
3: I was actually wondering that. I was like, I wonder yes. if they did that on purpose. <laughs> really?
4: Yeah so, yeah. so they were gonna only put the half court basketball court. The rest of it is concreted in to hold down what parts have still begin to surface.
0: At some point, though, you have to think that this isn't gonna hold forever.
2: Yeah.
5: Right. Yeah, we don't mm-hmm. let our dog dig there. Right. Go, oh, right. No, no, that that's a femur. That's that's.
3: That's (laughs) Loki is not a dog park. (laughs) Loki, put that down. You're not taking that in the car. (laughs) Can I give you a hand? Oh,
5: you got one.
2: Never (laughs) mind.
4: So, oh my god. Yeah, some of the haunting portion of it is shadow figures are seen there quite often. And 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 they state they state that the the park is well lit. Well, the park's not that uh, well lit. It's. Moonlight lit. We've got light <laughs> there, cool. A good old
0: there's... harvest moon. <laughs>
4: yeah, there's plenty of shadows throughout the park. You, we, we, we've experienced multi-shadow figures. We got some EVPs in through there. We didn't hear it, but there was reports of screams at night sometimes coming from the park. Yeah. Wow. But you also got to remember that this park is also surrounded by a town that is just completely haunted. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can walk the town at night and after everybody shut down if you walk it late at night you can just feel the energy coming off this town it's not there's not just one it's not there. quiet when they roll the sidewalks mm-hmm. up at eight o'clock yeah no. it is but not it's it's human traffic is yeah
0: it's quiet yeah, yeah.
3: so the, well they the used to have... hang people in the streets and shit right like i mean oh, yeah. people have been hung really just like by the <clears throat> telegraph poles and stuff like that like back yeah. in the 1800s and stuff like that there was vigilante justice there was you know yeah all the rough and tumble shit that just happened in the streets we're just talking about a couple locations but it seems like i mean it was the miners dining and dying in the mine you know people killing each other the
0: people getting hanged you know (laughs) i'm telling you i had no idea bisbee had this kind of tombstone-esque quality to it
6: it really does oh yeah. yeah really
4: Yeah, it was when it, it, during its active days, it was actually probably 10 to 20 times the size of Tombstone, even when Tombstone was most active. Really? I mean, they would would literally bring loads of people in to work the mines. Wow.
0: Now, Tony, you're the expert on Aho. Was Aho the same way?
5: Aho was not anywhere near the size of Bisbee. Okay. Um, Bisbee, I think at one point was about 30,000 people. Well, Aho never reached that much. Just under 15,000. Okay. So Bisbee was a lot a lot bigger yeah. as far as the mining community and Jerome I think also reached 20 some 15 or 20 some thousand.
2: Yeah.
5: But yeah. uh but Bisbee was definitely the the biggest of all. Of them. The biggest of all of them. I,
6: think I even said Bisbee was bigger than was San Francisco, San Francisco. San Francisco yeah. back in the day. I knew, yeah. right? Yeah.
2: You, I had if no if you think idea. Yeah. Thousand,
5: Thirty thousand yeah. people back back then. Yeah. That was a big town. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's huge. Yeah. It's interesting that Tombstone is more notorious. Um even though it was a smaller community. It's interesting right. that but it doesn't sound did did Bisbee have a theater like you know Birdcage Theater that was like the place to be and it it became one of those known all over the country locations where performers were telling their agents hey I need to be booked at this theater this is where everybody's going did Bisbee have anything like that
5: yeah Yeah, Bisbee Bisbee had a theater Bisbee had Bisbee has quite a few things (laughs) what made Tombstone so popular was the the gunfights that happened there in the the, the Wild West names that Hollywood
0: has, you know, trained mm-hmm. for years, mm-hmm. years, decades. Yeah,
5: yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of what put Tombstone on the map. Not that probably similar things didn't happen in Bisbee, um, if probably not worse, but they just <laughs> they didn't catch the attention.
0: Like, yeah, like, they might have controlled it better. Yeah, yeah.
4: There was actually a picture in, uh, is it the Copper Queen or the administrative building? Oh. Busy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> of what? Of the picture of the main street that is just uh, packed with people.
6: I think it was the admin
4: oh. building. Oh. So yeah, you right can across you from can is the old admin building for the Phelps Dodge Mining Corporation. That's a museum now. It's a museum now, mm-hmm. and you can go through it and find out the history. And on one of the walls, there's a picture of when the first train car full of miners, or, or, or one of the train cars full of workers that were there just to work the mine. Mm. And it's a picture of Main Street of Bisbee, and there is no standing room whatsoever. The whole street is just covered with people and wagons, and it is there. You couldn't walk through it if you tried. It's like Disneyland on a fifty cent everybody gets in day. <laughs> yeah.
2: You
3: know? yeah, if you go to the bisbee.gov, <clears throat> um, particularly actually the library site, they have a lot of um, pictures of the town through you know the ages and um it's pretty cool as you see like it just become more and more industrial and bigger um and then of course kind of die off right um, yeah. as it started you know just <clears throat> settlements and they they do have some pictures of um the aftermath of some of the fires and stuff like that that happened um
0: that's crazy but really really cool yeah uh, i can't believe i've never that. been into this town uh, it, it looks yeah. like san francisco yeah, yeah. i mean if you look at some of those pictures, it does it, like it really francisco does back in the mm-hmm. day yeah
4: yeah yeah yeah. Well, and the scary thing is to touch base on the fires a little bit that Laura's touched on a couple times too is you figure this is this this little town's called the town of most steps. It's built in between two mountains, so mm-hmm. it's built in the canyon between two mountains. So you will, most of your roads only go down Main Street by the Copper Queen Hotel up a little gully, and you have got a couple roads that go up. But these houses go up the side of the mountain, and some of these houses, yeah. the only way you can get to it is by taking stairs.
5: And we're talking like 100, 200 <laughs> stairs. It's yeah. just right up the mountainside.
0: Now I see why and I've never been. They have, that, um,
3: <laughs> they have that, what they call like the festival of Thousand Steps or something. It's yeah, like, yeah. 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 Steps. Wow. yeah. Right. it's like a 5K mixed with a bunch right. of stair climbing hell on earth right. kind of situation. Right. <laughs> but now imagine yeah, you're in the
2: no,
4: late, bro- imagine you're in the late 1800s, early 1900s, and the only way to put out a fire is a wagon that Mm -hmm. guys have to pump the water out of and your house is burning at the top of the stairs (laughs) and the hose doesn't reach it (laughs) so i mean there you go because they can't put out the fire
0: right no 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 so what um there was a paranormal story that i had heard about this park it was a, a father had had taken his daughter to the park and it was kind of around dusk the sun was setting a little girl goes off, she's at the playground and she's playing or talking and interacting with what he pre- assumes is children he can't see because they're hidden behind like a slide or whatever. Um, as he goes over there to talk to his little girl, tell her it's time to come home um, and you know make sure that these children have, he didn't see parents around or anything. Um, she came running over in tears, mad at him because she said that he scared off her new friends and they walked into the wall. Huh. Yeah. So what are some of your stories Of paranormal activity That you guys have had there, if any
6: Um, Really just the shadows The
4: shadows, lots of shadows I mean you're constantly really? constantly yeah. Turning back and forth, looking Something's always moving out of the corner of your eye um, yeah. The amphitheater, there's, there's A couple shadows that move back and forth Across the, the stage, the concrete stage
0: Yeah, okay
4: And then every once in a while you just get This eerie feeling and see shadows if you have, I don't know if I can share my screen without <laughs> yeah, don't touch me going into again. carry mode.
0: I won't. I, I. It was me. I won't touch anything. Go. I'll just. <laughs> yeah.
4: Let me see if I can bring up this picture because this is. Yeah, the bleachers too are at you. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to show Are, you are they? Can you guys see that? We
0: can. We can. We can. You can? No, we can? I can. But oh. it's over off to the. If I share it, then it's all going to go downhill from there. uh,
4: Hopefully the the viewers can see it, but this is the bleachers that are on the west side of the park. Yeah, west side of the park. Okay. And this is actually paintings of, uh, they took a picture of the miners and then one of the local artists actually painted. Some of the, these are actual miners. Okay. From the mine. I can't remember what
0: year it was. Painted onto the steps looking like. Yeah. That's creepy. Send me that and we can include it in our um, social media promotion. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that'll be cool. And then they can, they can and then see it that way. See if we can
4: share this one. This is the park at night. Yeah, Well lit park that it is. That is the brightest you're going to get that park. Really? And that's with a flash from a camera.
0: Yeah, that's I don't love that. So, at all. Is that a mist up in the upper right corner? A what a mist, not sure. Um, no, you know
6: what? I think that night was
4: really, um,
0: oh, it's foggy. Yeah. Was it foggy? Okay,
4: and I so we tried to take pictures over by the playground. We heard the story of the children a girl, and mm-hmm. but I'll send you those pictures so you can include it in the podcast. But cool, okay, we tried to take pictures of the kids playing and we heard some voices, but the hard part is, is when you're doing an investigation here is you're surrounded by the city. Right. Yeah. You know, brewery Gulch street is right down at the bottom and there's four or five bars right there. And yeah, it's one of the rougher sides of Bisbee. So yeah.
0: (laughs) nah, Yeah. It's definitely hard to do any sort of investigation at a cemetery, a park, anything like that. Just, you know, the elements wind, even if it's in a, like a quiet area. Um, At
4: the top of those stairs, where you said you thought might see the mist, is homes.
0: Oh, okay. People
4: literally live right above the park. I mean, so somebody could have a TV going. Anything, yeah. Yeah. Personal experience though, we didn't hear the screams. We heard voices. We saw shadow figures. Tried to record as much as we could. I think we caught a few EVPs that I no longer have anymore, unfortunately. But yeah. But rumor is that children play in the park at night. Yep. We we couldn't capture it, but.
0: I wonder what the children ghosts would have been from, though. If it was predominantly minors that maybe had no no family, nothing to be claimed that were left still left there, then I wonder what's causing why there's child ghosts there. Well,
4: there's also a metaphysical theory when it comes to spirits that when you pass on, your spirit is reflects the time that you were the happiest. So maybe it was a minor that was happier when he was a kid. Maybe. maybe back as a child, who knows?
0: That's interesting. That's really interesting.
3: Plus any kind of boomtown, you're going to have families, you're going to have children and oh, yeah. with the right. high mortality rate back then. Yeah. No They're vaccines. None of that.
4: Children buried there or were buried there.
3: Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
4: And if you only took half the kid down the street
0: and left the other half in the park. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> he can't leave. He doesn't know where his body's at. That's right. right.
3: And why would he leave
0: the park to go to a cemetery?
6: He's right. searching for his better half. Yeah. Oh,
3: God. Um, oh. Sorry. Either, either that or his legs were
4: moved down the road. He can't get to where he needs to get to. I don't
2: know
4: why we just see the fucking
0: legs. This is
2: why. <laughs> there
0: you go. We cracked That's it. We figured it out. It makes no. sense now. Damn it. He his shoulders down the road. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here <laughs> on History of take first. Right. So, Tony and Sheree, have you guys ever been to this park? And had oh, yeah. anything happen? Yeah,
5: yeah. We spent probably till after midnight or one yeah. uh, doing exactly what it sounds like they did. We did EVPs. We took uh, full spectrum photographs throughout the night of the park at different angles. I, I thought think we,
1: we captured, captured something on the on girl, the on a stage, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. We had
5: right. a oh, wow. very a very light colored apparition. Oh. You could see you could see human body but it was it wasn't so prevalent that you know you, you had to look closely. Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. there. And uh, it looked like a young girl um, playing yeah. on the on the stage.
0: That's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I swear I had no idea. All these listeners, in fact, some of my family, and my friends were like, you've got to cover Bisbee. I'm like, okay, okay. Um, I had no idea that you <laughs> basically...
2: Yeah. Awesome.
1: What, do you call, what do you call that mountain Mountain rock? Remember we went to you know, eat at that um, hotel and it was raining? That's also haunted.
5: Oh, there's so yeah, the many haunted, haunted places town. in Bisbee. I mean, You've got old jail, old jails that have, turn, have been turned into, like, small hotels. Oh,
1: yeah, bed and breakfast. Really
5: You're like... talking about point something or rock something on the yeah, rock. Yeah,
1: facing the rock. The house, is... of the,
5: house of the Rock or something like Oh, okay. That. Hmm. Not House of the Rock. Something. Some, something <laughs> of the Rock. Um, <laughs> Not
1: Chris Rock. Not
2: Chris Rock.
4: Then
5: you've got the Bisbee Hotel, which is known to be haunted. They're, yeah. Everything there has some sort of history. The bar we were in, we we were sitting there, we were eating, and the bartender said, was asking us what we were doing. We're like, well, we're paranormal investigators. He goes, this place is haunted. Then he took us to the back and he opened up this vault.
2: You wouldn't expect this to be in a bar.
5: It was this huge steel vault put into the rock, Mm -hmm. and he literally opened it up, and that's where they kept, some All money or or going. whatever they were mining or i don't know
0: oh what. my god so like the yeah. the oh, the oh, was it assay oh say offices ass Ose? Oh, assay. Assay. assay assay thank you
5: and actually <laughs> if, a lot you of know you just don't there, expect we were... that and it was so cool uh-huh. to, yeah every, for sure every building's got a history to it and you know involved one way or another with with the whole it's it's a cool place
0: <laughs> no idea
6: there was um sure. we were looking at the olive oil there's one of the um olive oil
4: on, Bre- on the on brewery street on brewery yeah.
6: Street, mm-hmm. and this guy a little weird but anyhow um he was kind of telling us the history of that building too and he's like well i'll show you and literally the same thing trap door opens Open the floor, up, took us down to the basement down the basement yeah. oh yeah yeah they're very friendly about you know
0: just go Check it out. Look at this.
4: Yeah. Here's the best part about Bisbee is when you go up Main Street, they have shops in all the old buildings. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's yeah, the they antique, do. Yeah, one yeah. of the antique shops, you can go down into the basement. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the basement goes through to the next building, and there's these little tunnels that they've cut through oh, to get God. to the next one over. And then the next oh. one over is, like Tony's saying, it has a big safe in the wall that they're actually using – it has shelves in it, and they've got articles Story for sale it,
0: sitting yeah. in the sale. Oh the my sale. god, I cannot believe it! Yeah, yeah, yeah
3: those little so shops cool. are super fun. Or were last time I was there too, they had oh, yeah, fantastic fun vintagey
0: stuff. They're, and yeah.
1: a little, like, I got a
3: bunch of stuff for my wedding there.
0: Oh god,
1: really
6: yeah, yeah, super cool. Yes, most of them,
0: most of them are. That's like Sedona. Like a lot of stuff in Sedona yeah. is really pricey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's I can tell you, anybody,
4: anybody's sensitive, <laughs> and you want to go down to Bisbee. Going, in, being a sensitive, going into Bisbee is like an alcoholic passing out in a moonshine. Still, <laughs> great, <laughs> <Like waking up. laughs> yeah. It, cool. is, it is just you're constantly buzzing. You're constantly turning your head, looking over your shoulder. It always feels like so much, you. yeah. It also, it always feels like something's watching you. It always feels like there's something around the next corner. Bisbee is just mm-hmm. a fantastic little town. And that place, Tony, is called Castle, the yeah. Inn at Castle Rock.
5: That's it. Oh, the yeah. Inn at mm-hmm. Castle Rock. Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it.
1: Yes. <laughs> the, yeah. Castle that Rock. Cool. Yes, the Castle
2: that Rock. That one's cool. You yeah, go well, into
5: we went the bar just just to see if we could catch anything. Yes. Yes. Then we ended yeah. up eating the barbecue they were cooking
1: outside. <laughs> yeah. yes. It was pretty
5: good. Hey, Laura,
0: sounds like it's right up your alley. Right? It is.
4: Sounds perfect. <laughs> if you go into the bar at the Inn at Castle Rock, Right by the check in area. Yep. There's a well that's been there since the early eighteen hundreds and you can look down to the town water yep. source right there in there. Yep. With the yep. body parts or no,
6: this is up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Okay. Prior to the fingers and toes. gotcha. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> knees and toes. It's head, shoulders, knees and toes. <laughs> oh, that's so
2: gross. <laughs>
0: That is so gross. All right. Wow, guys. I had no idea. This has been quite quite the learning experience for me. And like I said, I'm born and raised. I'm a rare native Arizona. And um I had no, I had no idea. I've never been to Bisbee. I had no idea. On you, Shame on me. A thousand percent. That's <laughs> damn right. Oh my god. My family and I, my mom and Koi, were talking about um or in tentative plans of coming back to Phoenix in October for several days. So I think we might, Laura, have to go down to Bisbee because, goddamn, this place sounds like it's where it's it's at. It's a
2: cool place.
0: It is. It's not, it's like, what, three hours? So it's, I mean, it's quick. It's It's quick. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, I, I just drove three and a half hours to Saint Albans last week. I can do it. It's fine.
4: Yeah. yeah. When the drive down there is really cool too.
6: It is it's beautiful.
4: You have to drive you have to go through the tombstone route to get to Bisbee. Don't go through the Sierra Vista is too commercialized at this point. Okay. Go through Tombstone on the way to Bisbee. It's awesome.
0: Okay.
3: We can start. We can stop at Kirchner's Caverns too, which is real cool if you haven't been there.
0: I haven't been no. there. but way oh has, and he says that's really cool. He went on a field trip and he really, really loved yeah. it. Yeah, and super cool. I'm yeah. telling you, I'm a, sh- I'm a really shitty native <laughs> Arizona. No
4: kidding.
0: I had no oh idea. Really, really, really fucking up. Um, <laughs> well, it sounds like that is all that we have for the m- many, many, many hauntings in bisbee arizona guys um but as you know that we like to do here at history of a haunting generally we do cover a lot of like heavy topics we talk about a lot of asylums a lot of prisons a lot of death a lot of horrible things this has kind of been a little bit light nothing you know too too heavy and crazy but at the end of um our episodes we do like to talk a little bit about some and let's see if my buttons are working on my little stream deck here because they haven't been all night um we do like to tell a little bit of there it is strange history so essentially what strange history is is uh my dear friend jennifer and our director of marketing sent me this book for christmas um and it's a really wonderful book it's just filled with a bunch of crazy insane facts about history and i chose this one because chris is a former cop And this is the random origin of the police car. So it reads the first occasion in which a car was used in police work occurred in 1899 when Sergeant Sergeant McLeod of England's Northamptonshire County police borrowed a Benz vehicle to pursue a man who was selling forged tickets for the Barnum and Bailey Circus. The top speed of the car, 12 miles per hour. (laughs) the first car regularly employed in police work was a stanley steamer hello fo stanley acquired by the boston police department in 1903 it replaced four horses (laughs) Wow. <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah so um, I chose that one I was flipping through and I was waiting for everyone to call in and I'm like I don't have a strange history story so I was flipping through and I found that and I was like well this we're going to do this one for Chris because he is a former police officer so oh
2: you. now
0: you know the origin of the <laughs> police cars so Laura as always if the thing will help let me let everybody right. know where they can follow <laughs> us <laughs>
3: Okay, you can follow us on instagram facebook and twitter at hoh podcast and on the tiktok at hoah podcast at hoah carrie and at
0: hoah co-host Lauren. yay Woo-hoo. and Hello. you guys thank you so much for being on here i know i threw Sharif for a loop by having it <laughs> scripted and i'm really sorry you did so well honey you did the best, thank wonderful, thank you so much really much. great job, Chris Audra. You thank you so much. want to tell um, everybody where they can catch your show too? Yeah, absolutely. Where can they find you? I mean, we know, but where can they?
5: <laughs> they can find us on the Annex Network on Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Pacific time on Entity nice. Voices Paranormal
2: Evidence.
0: Yes, and it is a fabulous show, guys. Um, you can watch it on Facebook. You can watch it on YouTube. The Everybody that watches it and they've got a chat, we all interact. It's a really, really great show. They have wonderful guests, wonderful evidence captures that really kind of blow your mind um and so i yeah i just love it i um whenever laura and i get our shit together and we actually record on sundays like today um i watch it because i'm free on monday if we don't have our shit together we record on monday because we have to have to add it out to the patreons by wednesday and i need time to edit it so it's just you know one of those things but i always do watch it afterwards so Check it out, guys! It's really, really wonderful. Uh, hosted by my lovely, dear, dear friends and my mentors, the folks that train me in paranormal investigating, Tony and Sheree Rathman, Chris Allgood, and Audra Keeler. Everybody, please give them a round of applause for being on our show today.
2: Oh, I, <laughs> I, like I love it. the tears. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we love you guys so much thank you very very much guys catch them every Monday night 9 pm eastern time um again you can watch them on Facebook you can watch them on YouTube and also on the it's the onex network is that on x yeah. network okay. Unexplained. unexplained okay. okay yeah all right well <laughs> that is it as we like to say here at history of a haunting guys stay safe out there because you never know who or what? is listening. Bye everybody guys. Thank you so much. See you next week.